is up, everyone? It's your boy, Dave. Yeah, boy! And with me, as always, is my hype man, Shane. I don't have a headache today. Yeah, my not headache man. Also with us, we have Russell the Mumbler. I have a headache. Oh. Oh, I probably shouldn't yell a lot then. No, you're fine. Woo! My headphones are turned down. Uh, I probably have enough of a headache for both of us. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Damn. Yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. I went to sleep late. Ugh. It's okay, though. I'll survive. I can snuggle you afterwards if you want. Yay, snuggles. I'm pretty comfy. <laughs> Just putting it out there. <laughs> Just anyone. <laughs> the Welcome Podcast World. I'm pretty comfy. Um, this is the DQB Does Hostful, where we talk about movie news and the news and whatever we want to talk Games about. Games sometimes. Games sometimes. Entertainment news. Entertainment news. Today we won't be talking about Chris Como getting suspended, suspended from, from CNN. CNN due to helping his brother with the investigation. We won't be talking about that. We're not going to talk about it. But it did happen. It did happen. (laughs) It did happen. As much as I want to talk about it. This is about entertainment news, but I do find it mildly entertaining. I mean, CNN is a TV channel. Anyway, whatever. I got some stories. Ooh, lay them on me. Give us your stories. Uh, Netflix scrapped a film version of a Alice Siebold book after a rape conviction was overturned. Oof. Yeah. Basically sounds like she wrote a wrote a book about a uh, rape and then the it was a uh, false accusation. Oh, and then she had a film deal uh that fell through because of that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's an interesting situation. Yeah. I've seen it come up a couple times in the last couple weeks, but that's the first I've seen that she had, they actually canceled the the movie. I don't know. I mean, if there was, like, innocent until proven guilty, but you're also, like, going back on a deal that you had made for someone to, at the very least, tell their side of the story. I mean, granted, I don't know how, like, one-sided Yeah, I don't know. The situation is. a lot about the situation, so. Yeah. I just, you know. Just interesting. A, a movie got scrapped because someone lied in their book. Huh. I didn't know anything about this, so yeah. I learned stuff on this show yeah. too. Yeah. Um We'll we'll see a movie deal later about the scrapping of the movie. <laughs> How the movie got scrapped. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'll be on lifetime though. <laughs> yeah. Uh did you guys see uh, this isn't something that I looked up, but uh it happened like in the last couple weeks. Uh Matthew McConaughey decided not to run for governor of Texas. What? No. All right, all right, all right. God damn it. Oh, hold on. Matthew McConaughey was going to run for governor of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have voted for him. I don't even, I don't even live in Texas. <laughs> Voter fraud. <laughs> all right. Because he would make that state. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, he's a super anti-gun guy, if you didn't know. Oh. Be a lot cooler if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Sorry. It's one of those uh, southern liberal Hollywood elites. Ah, one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird, right? Um, 
So Spider-Man No Way Home, I have a bet riding on this, not on this particular result, but it has to do with it. Uh, seeing the biggest Fandango pre-sales since Avengers Endgame, there's like 20 fucking articles about this. They, yeah. they're the biggest pre-sales uh, since Endgame for Fandango, for AMC, for, for, AMC, Cinemark, for Cinemark, everyone, yep. everyone. everyone. Damn. Uh, they crashed AMC's... Uh, website because they were also selling nfts for for no way home the ticket was the nft oh the ticket was the nft yeah okay which um, like i don't think most people buying a ticket realized it was an nft i mean that's kind of a big deal that's and, like dope. most articles didn't realize that the ticket was like an nft okay because I, I saw one saying it was tickets and one saying it was NFTs. I never saw one that said the tickets were the NFTs. From from my understanding, the ticket is an, an itemized NFT. So like your like tickets are like that anyway, right? Right. Yeah. But they don't have the number associated with it. Mm. So basically, what we're saying is like well, because like the thirty NFTs... years ago when you bought a poster, yeah, and it was one of five thousand, right? You know, yeah. So like opening day ticket NFTs. From my understanding, awesome. I could be wrong, but I mean that would be cool though, because like yeah, you know, if you own some kind of digital thing that is like a one-off or like a limited series poster yeah. kind of like image or whatever. Yeah, that'd be I'm, I'm I'm torn on who the fuck would want to buy it afterwards, but you know whatever. The new age fucking Spider-Man nerds. I don't, I don't dude like Spider-Man. People, people have sold like. <laughs> cat gifts for like six hundred thousand dollars like dude i don't know i saw one that was like i bought this nft for 25 dollars like three weeks ago and now it's worth one hundred ninety six thousand dollars, and it's like a duck wearing a hat and i'm just like what the fuck must be a nice hat yeah it's, strange, it's just a picture strange times we live in Strange times. I I barely understand NFTs. So <laughs> everybody just go dump all your money into whatever random crypto you feel like it, and you'll probably be richer than I ever will be in like two weeks. So it's cool. Just like army. Dave, uh, Dave Coin. Dave I'm, Coin. Um, it's Dave Coin. Do you want to make a cryptocurrency? Everyone else is doing it. Yeah. yeah. Dave Coin. Um, Dave Coin. So the the totals for No Way Home. Uh, for the first 24 hours came in second only to Endgame. Uh, they came in uh, around $40.25 million and Endgame had between 42 and $43 million. It looks like the tracking for the hourly pre-sales wasn't as uh, strict uh, three yeah. years ago or two years ago, whatever that was. Yeah. Um, as they are now, so they don't have an exact number, but uh, Endgame was still in first. Uh, Everybody getting Omicron up in this bitch. Omicron. O- Omicron? Omicron. Omicron. Per CIA. Yes. <laughs> Herpes gonocyphilates. Like my favorite joke. Complex B. <laughs> hepatitis edition. Not the hepatitis edition. Yeah. That's it's my like, least favorite edition. Only on arcades. That's. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the. Uh, Fuck, I can't remember his name. Yeah, it is. It's just like that. The guy that did Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson? That's the Peter Jackson official STD. Oh. (laughs) What the fuck? Whoa. Extended. Extended version. Uh, 
Also, that would have been a good joke. I would have been able to remember his fucking name. Oh, wow. Uh, so Nick Cage is to star as Dracula opposite of Nicholas Holt in uh, Universal and director Chris McKay's monster movie, Renfield. Yeah, I'd be excited for that had I not watched Ghosts of the Badlands or whatever the fuck it was called. Is that not good? It looks dope. No, dude, it's terrible. <laughs> well, I, okay, when you say terrible... Do you mean like I would love it terrible or just like terrible, terrible? Did you did you enjoy did you like Hobo with a shotgun? Yes. So imagine if Hobo with a shotgun was bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. In that I am saying I also really enjoyed Hobo with a shotgun. I was gonna say because that movie While was great. acknowledging it was bad, but it's good bad. Yeah, yeah. Like this Ghosts was just bad, of the bad? Badlands or uh, what is it called? That's not what it's called, is Prisoners it? of the Ghostland. Prisoners or of the Ghost <laughs> <laughs> <the> Fuck ever. <laughs> no, dude, it's just it's it's awful. It's it, there are parts of it that's amusing. There are a few scenes that are absolutely hilarious, and it's given us a couple great Nicolas Cage gifts. Yeah. Okay. But it, it's real bad. I don't know if the body double thing was a joke, but when his face isn't it's a body double that's like absolutely fucking ripped. Really? Yeah. And then when you see all of him and his face and his shirt off, it's just Nicolas Cage. <laughs> so that's you're trying great. to like tell me not to watch this and you keep saying this yeah, and yeah. makes me want to watch it. I didn't say don't watch it. Let's support Nicolas Cage. He had we a lot should. of money stolen from him like six years ago. <laughs> but, and it's Nicolas Cage. And like Action Comics number one, right? Or did he have to sell it? I don't remember exactly what happened. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I know he was like a huge Superman freak, and he had an Action Comics number one. And I don't remember yeah. if he had to sell it or if it got stolen. Yeah. Although, whenever multi-dimensional travel is invented, I want to travel to the universe where his Superman movie got made. Okay. I'll go uh, with you. So I got, I got more news. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Anne Rice's Mayfair Witches gets a series order from AMC and Interview with the Vampire uh, series is also coming soon. You can't see my face, but I'm <laughs> rocking out so fucking hard right now. It's true. Even though it's going to be awful. He's rocking out to all the, uh, the tunes from uh, Queen of the Damned. Because he all. hated that movie. <laughs> God, I don't know if I've seen that. It's I don't think I've seen it in a long time. I just don't like the movie. But uh no, I am I'm I'm super excited for that. Uh because like I I haven't read Anne Rice, but Interview with Vampire was amazing. And Queen of the Damned had like the potential to be amazing had it not been made by Hot Topic. But <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've made that joke every time we've talked about Queen of the Damned. And oh. You guys still laugh. I, that makes me I mean, happy. I'm, to be fair, I didn't know that you made that joke before. <laughs> you didn't. It's, it's pretty easy to make me laugh, I feel like. You're just bad at it, for the most part. Oh, shit. You laugh all the time when I talk, whether or not it's at me or with me. It doesn't really <laughs> concern me. It's probably a lot of bad. <laughs> a laugh's a laugh, brah. Yeah. Damn right. Show business, baby. Um, uh, I don't know. Do you guys have anything? Was there something I missed about uh, uh, Aquafina is also cast as oh yeah yeah in uh Renfield. I'm not sure who she's playing or if Asians were in Europe at the time, but oh sweet Jesus, why? 
I mean, maybe Dave can tell us why, but oh, not about what you just said. But <laughs> I was like, is uh, Dave uh, an he's expert? A, he's on a historian. The <laughs> the adventures of Asians across. <laughs> Why, well, in fact, I'm, continent. I'm glad you had. I finally got to no. use this knowledge. I, Let's I get off that topic. Uh, All right. I wanted to talk about this because I think it's hilarious. Okay. Uh, HBO acts their first Game of Thrones spinoff after spending over $30 million on the pilot. God damn. <laughs> Insert two minutes of laugh track, please. Can, can, you, can we just have the money and like we'll actually read the books and make some stuff? Yeah, right. Um, uh, the world of Game of Thrones is... Uh, so this article is brought to you by IndieWire. Uh, the world of Game of Thrones is returning to HBO in the new year with the prequel series House of Dragons. And that's not all. Just this week, news broke that Steve Conrad has been hired as the writer and executive producer of a second spinoff series titled Duncan Egg. There's also reports that HBO is developing two animated series set in Thrones universe. One spinoff that isn't seeing the light of day is the first one that HBO announced, the pilot for which was shot and then scrapped. According to former Warner Media Entertainment Chairman Bob Greenblatt, Greenblatt. Okay. If you that, say so. <laughs> that single episode cost the network over $30 million. They had spent over $30 million on a Game of Thrones prequel pilot that was in production when I got there, Greenblatt said in the new HBO book, Tinderbox. And when I saw a cut of it in the first... And, and cut of it in a few months after I arrived, Oof. I said to HBO boss Casey Bloys, this just doesn't work and I don't think it delivers on the promise of the original series. And he didn't disagree, which actually was a relief. So we unfortunately decided to pull the plug on it. Green Black continued, there was enormous pressure to get it right, and I don't think that would have worked. The Axe Game of Thrones spinoff came from writer Jane Goldman and director S.J. Clarkson. The cast included Oscar nominee Naomi Watts in the lead role. Specific plot details were never confirmed for the project. HBOT's the spinoff chronicled the world's descent from the golden age of heroes into its darkest hour. Adding, what? Only one thing is for sure, from the horrifying secrets of Westeros history to the true origin of the White Walkers, the mis mysteries of the East, to the Starks of legend, it's not the story we think we know. So Before they were just making shit up. Yes. Before, <laughs> Before HBO canceled the project, Watts expressed excitement about stepping into the Thrones universe. Watts told the Associated Press, it makes me very excited. Yeah, goosebumps all over. It is intimidating. It's very exciting. And yes, having just come off the last series where the world was blowing up over it, everything was Game of Thrones related. All the advertising on TV, every article, everyone's jumping on that bandwagon. What's How many that? years ago? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Watts added at the time, hopefully those fans come along and get to find something new and interesting in this world as we... as in this world as well. Do they I don't think they realize that like there are no fans anymore. No, they like, fucked it up so hard. Like uh, there's another article about like uh a book that isn't the last Game of Thrones book. You fuck George R. R. Martin was part of the writing of or helped write or did write something. Uh yeah, there was a book. he said um that he was started to become concerned 
about the Game of Thrones series in season five. Which you're a little late there, George. Started in season two, having problems, but you know whatever. <laughs> uh, and uh, he begged HBO to make it ten seasons. Yeah, that that's uh yeah that just came out too. Yeah, he wanted ten seasons. Um, which like I mean, yeah. Like the last two seasons were just, just trash, but you know we can we can reiterate that many times. But like I do, I don't like they don't get it. Like they think House of Dragons is gonna bring back the fans, and I don't think it is. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like I don't think you're are, gonna, that was like, that, and was... it's already a story you've already told. Yeah. Like is the thing that I don't get. So initially the project that they scrapped, initial reports was that it was uh the subplot to the series was gonna be about um. Ned and uh, Baratheon, Robert, uh, mm -hmm. was going to be about Ned and Robert when they were younger. Ooh. And, like, so then now we have House of Dragons, which is about uh, Targaryens. Yeah. And, like, when they were in charge, so we're going to get that anyway subplot anyway. But also, like, the House of Dragons is a story you already fucking told. Yeah. Like, you told it in the Game of Thrones. Like, now you're just going to show us. So like I just don't. Yeah, the they basically like they had lightning in a bottle, and then they're like, "Okay, we're spending too much money on this. We need to end it. We're tail spinning." And then instead of correcting, they were just like, "Nah, just fucking jettison the whole thing. We're just crashing into the ground. Make as much money as we can." Yeah. Well, one thirty two was uh the two guys, DB Weiss and the other guy. I can't remember his name. Whatever. Um, Nobody the two, knows the two showrunner guys. Yeah, the two showrunner guys were going to do a, a Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. And so they got signed for the Star Wars trilogy. And then so they had to finish Game of Thrones up real quick. And then they lost their Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. And now they're probably homeless. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. The whole, I don't know, whatever. I don't, just, I, just drop all of it. Like, yeah. we don't, I don't know. No, I don't want I don't think anybody gives a care. fuck anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. Like, like, common fans. No. Like, casual viewers of television were like, what the fuck did they do to Game of Thrones? Mm -hmm. Like, you Everyone didn't even have pissed. to be, like, an avid lover of the show just like casual viewers were like what in the fuck this I was is trash i was like i was six years past pissed <laughs> <laughs> but you know whatever i never actually watched game of thrones all the way through i've seen the first probably three seasons you've watched more than i have fair enough i literally stopped like halfway through second season really yeah damn have you read all the books I have not read the last book, the second to last book, I guess. The last book isn't out, but I'm kind of like, I, I burned myself out because I've read the first, I read the first two books like three times now, and they're big, big books. They're real big. Uh, and then, so like I read the first two, and then the third one came out, and I read the, all three, and then the fourth one came out, and I read all four, and then the fifth one came out, and I started reading the first one, and I was like, <sighs> it became a chore, and then I just never got to that one. <laughs> Fair. And I only have a signed copy, so, like, oh. I don't know that I should really open it, either. He 
He's gonna die eventually. Yeah. That's true. We're all gonna die eventually. Yeah. Book uh one of the books is not great. Book three, maybe book four. Four is the one a lot of people don't like because it skews a lot of the old characters that are still alive and starts talking about some of the new characters to like bring up that side of the conflict. Uh yeah. Yeah, up to it's, it's four. the same four was weird time period as everyone else. Yeah, because like four starts off, you're like, "What the fuck? This is yeah." Like, it starts talking about a lot of the like, people from Dorn and stuff. Yeah, and, it's like yeah. two books behind, and yeah, and then it brings it by bring, the end. It, it, it ties it, into the end yeah. of three. Yeah, it brings it forward. Okay, all right. So it's last bit of news, um, exclusive from Giant Freaking Robot again. Uh, Dwayne Johnson's Red Notice has three sequels in the works. Dave, does it de- deserve three sequels? Um, so this is a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I watched this uh, on Thanksgiving with my mom. Oh, okay. Um, I liked it. It was fun. It was. It's a very like heisty type movie. Yeah. I like heist movies. I'm kind of a sucker for heist you son movies. Son of a bitch. Oh man. Yeah. What I was yeah. told was that it was very much like, uh, National Treasure, but better because it was The Rock and Ryan Reynolds instead of. Uh, and Gal Gadot, and Gal Gadot, yeah. Uh, I would Cast agree with sounds that. Sounds amazing. I think it would. That without watching it, I think it would be better if Nicolas Cage from National Treasure was also in it. He just showed up. Yeah. I. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'd be the best movie they're ever. Like, they're like finally get to the end, and they're like gathering the shit, and like he's like already there. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, we stole the this, you? and he's like, yeah, but have you stolen the Declaration of Independence? Because <laughs> I have. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I thought it was a lot of. It's it's kind of one of those like easy to watch movies. It's yeah. nothing super deep or anything. But I'm out. Talks about. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. No subtext. <laughs> it's just about like art thieves. Yeah. It's about Ryan Reynolds as an art thief. And uh, The Rock is in it <laughs> as a uh, uh, FBI agent. Mm-hmm. And then him and the uh, Ryan Reynolds have to work together because he gets The Rock gets framed and they both end right. up in jail. Yeah, so they break out of jail together because there's the big the big bad art thief, which is called the Bishop. Mm-hmm. Actually, stole this like it's about these eggs. Yeah. Some like Fabergé eggs. eggs. Uh, they're actually Cleopatra's eggs. So before like three Fabergé. cryogenically frozen from three thousand years ago. No, not like her egg eggs. No, they're they're oh. like stone dragon eggs that you know if heated, set, up, heated appropriately. up appropriately and weaned on the teat of the mother of dragons. They what was Cleopatra's hair also fireproof? Yeah. And we're back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, Bitch was supposed to come out bald. And yeah, be but... bald for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... And she was supposed to be 14, but that would have made well, everything real weird. Yeah. yeah. And some of it illegal. Yep. So... <laughs> I'm not complaining yep. about that. I just want you guys to know <laughs> the aging up of a lot of the characters in Game of Thrones. I know we've been talking about this for a lot longer than we should have, but the aging up of a lot of characters in Game of Thrones was a great idea. Yes, it um, was. Because yeah. otherwise, it's kind of gross. I don't know about kind of real gross. Yeah. No. It's real gross. I, I play a lot of things down. 
well, I don't know. I add modifiers where they're not necessary. Fair. <laughs> but red, it's a red notice. notice. Yeah, red notice. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's a fun like uh if you have a cool mom like I do, watch it with your mom. How um, many how many lock picks? What oh, were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say he watched it on Thanksgiving. I was gonna say how many turkeys would you give it? How many turkeys would you give it and how many lock picks would you give it? Lock picks being in comparison to other heist movies, specifically Ooh. the Italian job, which is one of my favorite movies. Ooh, wow, I'm out of breath. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I would give it how what many turkeys out of how many turkeys? Is it five turkeys? Uh, I'm a gobble, a gobble, <laughs> what a gobble of turkeys, <laughs> which is five, I believe, more than five. Um, I would give it, I'd give it three turkeys, three turkeys, three out yeah. of five turkeys, three, three out of a gobble, three out of five turkeys. As far as lock picks go, I don't think it's up there with like the best heisty movies, okay, but I give it like a Probably a two and a half. Give it picks. a give it an Ocean's thirteen out of an Italian job. Yes, that's actually the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's no heat. What was the Scorsese? Is that the Scorsese movie? Ice movie Heat. No. Heat. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. Is it? Because Heat has uh, Michael Mann, Al Pacino, and Robert um, De Niro. Uh, Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Teddy Trejo. Let's get that part. Al Pacino goes, she's got a great ass. <laughs> That's my Al Pacino. Ooh, ah. <laughs> Ooh, ah. And Robert De Niro is all in it with like his. Yeah. I don't think I'm thinking of a Scorsese. This is a, a audio medium. Yeah, I scratched my face up. God damn it! You left me hanging because you were like, "What that movie is? That, is it's that about a, a safe? But a safe? Yeah, they're trying to Was steal right? a safe, but not like they steal a safe in the Italian job. Like they're trying to. Break I was into right. Safe. Fuck you. What? It's a Michael Mann movie. Heat. Yeah. Mm. I like Heat a lot. Inside Job was a good movie too. Yeah, yeah. this is interesting. Anyway, I'm gonna build a f- fake room in a bank and stay in there and rob the bank and then stay in there until they're not looking for me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen that now. movie, I just ruined it for you. So, because <laughs> the entire movie is trying to figure out how they did the heist. But <laughs> good job. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, watch it. I'm gonna watch it because you gave it three turkeys. Yeah, but that means now I gotta wait till next Thanksgiving. <laughs> exactly. Or it's either watch turkey and watch it. That's so a trip to fan rating. <laughs> <laughs> I did not fall asleep to it. Ooh, how much turkey did you eat though? A lot. Of really? Turkey. I don't. And it was able to keep you up through the turkey. Yeah. I was a little upset though for my Thanksgiving. I only got like seven devil eggs in. It's kind of a low number, dude. You know? I only had one because they my my family like the only person that eats them is me and my dad, and so like they don't ever make them. Yeah. So like my brother in law, they had like a early Thanksgiving at his grandma's, I think, or his dad's. I don't remember, but he brought like a plate of them home. 
and like it was somebody you know how like if you go somewhere and you're like not part of that family and you eat their deviled eggs they're always weird yeah like weird deviled eggs yeah they're like it's just like not what you're used to yeah so like everyone makes weird deviled eggs Welcome to the Thanksgiving podcast. <laughs> the deviled eggs cast. Uh, everyone makes weird deviled eggs. So if you're not used to them and you eat someone, some other family's deviled eggs, you're like, what is this shit? Yeah. Some have like pickles in them. Yeah. So like, that's how it was. I was like, I, I saw them in the fridge and I was like, hey, can I have one of these? And they're like, yeah, I mean, whatever. So I like ate one and I was like, this is fucking weird. What did he put in these? Because <laughs> hmm. I'm used to them like. You know, being like mustard and paprika, and that's what my my shit. grandma's is super traditional mustard and paprika. Yeah, she went a little heavy on the mustard this year, which I didn't mind. Yeah, I mean, like that's usually fine, and I'm usually okay with like the sweet pickle relish ones as long as there's not too much, just like a dab. Yeah, right. But like, some people put like sugar in it. But that's and I was like weird. what? And like somebody told me that. They brought it up. They brought. They were talk. Started talking about deviled eggs, and they were like, "Yeah, they put brown. Some you know, some people put brown sugar in them." It's like, what the fuck is going on, people? No, no. there's like, it's like putting raisins in chicken salad. Oh man, <sighs> I don't eat deviled eggs. I, <laughs> I don't deviled eat deviled AIDS either. <laughs> what the fuck? Are we I back don't. to the the weird Omicron, om, Omicron disease? Like, what the fuck's going on? I don't eat deviled eggs because I'm a good Christian boy. Oh, fuck off. Um, <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> My family's very Catholic and we, we fuck up some deviled eggs. <laughs> yeah, but then you like go to church on Sunday and apologize. <laughs> Say for we're it. sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I ate the devil. <laughs> I just I ate, his, ate eggs. his flesh. Oh, you ate his. Oh God, the, it's so let's not dive into that. It's weirder the longer I think about it. Can we not dive into that. <laughs> I don't know what's next. I feel like we need a devil next podcast. What's that? We got we got bebop next. Are we talking about bebop now? Yeah, bebop's next. Okay, I want to talk about rocksteady instead. <sighs> sure, that's, that's the rhino. Yep. All right. I guess let's talk about this. <laughs> so we've all watched the live-action Cowboy Bebop now. Yep. Um, Russell and I have watched everything except for the movie, unless Russell watched the movie by himself. Okay. Oh, and he didn't watch the last two episodes. Yeah, I, I finished. Oh, I fin- did you finish finished it? it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we watched everything except for the movie of the anime, and then watched the live-action. Dave, you watched the anime previously. I watched it. Like it's been a years. A few years ago. Yeah. And then you watched the live action. So my experience has been, I have seen a couple episodes of Bebop before. And so like me watching it now, I was the first time watching it. Right. The, the anime. And then I went and watched the live action. Okay. Which Russell's previous experience was. I watched Bebop in high school every time it was on Adult Swim, and then I watched it consecutively multiple times after getting a job and being able to afford stuff. Um, like a box set? Yeah. I didn't actually have a box set. I always borrowed one. Oh. 
Which makes the having a job part irrelevant. Yeah, that's why I said it. Mm. And then you shot it down. I looked for it on uh, VHS, and it is incredibly expensive. Yeah, oh, probably. TV shows, TV show collections on t- on VHS are just expensive anyway. Yeah, because it's like two hundred VHS set. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I will say my I am a little biased because the Cowboy Bebop anime is even after rewatching it now as an adult, like. I, is hands down my favorite anime I've ever watched. Mm. Um, I mean, part of it's nostalgia because it was one of my favorites in the beginning. Uh, but I like those those contained small arcs better than those three to eight hundred episode runs like Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. Um, I'm more into the hey, this was two seasons, but they weren't really seasons then. Yeah. Like it was. You know, this is twenty six episodes of a story. This is how long it took us to tell the story. This we didn't. There's not a lot of filler episodes. Now, Bebop being the exception, because Bebop is uh, more like an anthology. It's like, it's like all filler in the way that they're all not interconnected stories. Yeah. It's like all the filler episodes of a TV show. Right? Yeah, which is, I think, I think part of its appeal. Because um, I just, I don't know. I really love the anime. Um, so that's my experience with with the anime. Okay, I want to watch. I was hoping to watch it before we talked about the live action. Yeah, but my internet's crap. Yep, and it's still crap. Uh, even it, though it got fixed, it got fixed, and it's crap. It's more crap than it was. <laughs> it's crap. Jesus. Okay. So all right. So we wa- we watched the live action. Um, two of us did not like it. <laughs> I one did. I I didn't hate it until the last two episodes. Mm. I at least had fun. I didn't love it because I was like, "Wow, this like misses the mark entirely." Like this, mm-hmm. like they didn't even hit the target. So, like the edges, the 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 non-targeted edges of the board. Like they were just like. Aiming wildly <laughs> into the bushes behind the target. Yeah. And, uh, but I at least had fun the first eight episodes. And then, like, the last two episodes and the wrap of the arc was just, was, was so fucking atrocious to me and absolutely ruined all of the thematic elements that they should have carried over from the show. Uh, that I just, I just, I just can't like any of it now. Okay. Uh, um. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Uh, I it it's definitely a different take on Cowboy Bebop. Uh-huh. And and you know, and I guess I could see why people would be upset because it's not the anime. But I like my different. I don't care that it's different. I could separate the two. I really liked Jet. I thought Jet was the best part of the show. So, none of my problem is with... Oh, okay. None of my problem is with the casting of Jet, Faye, or Spike. I thought John Cho did an amazing job yeah. uh, playing, playing, playing an anime character that has very little context. Like, Spike is just cool in the anime he's yeah. like he's like cool he's like kind of aloof but he also knows what's going on 90 percent of the time you know there are times he's not like paying attention 
which doesn't really make sense even in the anime. Yeah, there's a couple episodes of the anime where I was like, who the fuck is this guy and where'd Spike go? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but there's like, you know, for the most part, like I love the characterization of Spike in the anime and I thought John Cho did a good job transitioning that that character into a live action show. Like and 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 they changed Faye a lot, but Faye also is just like kind of kind of in the anime like a stereotypical like bimbo type character like she's not yeah. she has a little bit of depth and she has more depth in cowboy bebop than what some female characters had in cartoons and in anime at the time at that time yeah so like it was like kind of a little bit groundbreaking as far as like Faye in, in the anime but what they did with her for the show i thought was fantastic like i, I loved her in the show and but you i also agree with you Mustafar Shakur as as Jet like by far was the like the best casting. Yeah. Like, you know why? Hmm. Cuz he was almost exactly like the anime except for having a kid for some reason. Yeah, that was dumb. Uh okay, so I have I feel like I have a unique uh perspective on this just because I I don't really have an allegiance so much. Like I watched them both like consecutively basically. Yeah. Like yeah. I watched one and then I watched the other and I didn't I had like seen a couple episodes of Bebop before but I was like I hadn't watched all of it. So it wasn't like oh my god the anime is so awesome. Um so there's stuff in the anime that is like not amazing. There's stuff in the anime that is amazing. Um and there's parts of the of the, of the show that I thought was uh that were good. Um like I mean kind of talk about the positive stuff in the show. Like for whatever the budget was, I think like a lot of the uh the CG was really good as far yes. as like the um the like uh space stuff yeah and and like the fights looked pretty good it wasn't like as stylized quite as the as the show but it did have its moments where it was like hey this is like a move that happened in the show um we can't do this all the time because it would just be a bunch of slow-mo and wire work but here's like a here's moment yeah. yeah um which that was nice um like the actors a lot of the casting was really good. Um, uh, the acting wasn't wasn't bad. Most of the time, it was good. Um, I feel like it was they were doing whatever they were given. So, like, if you're like that part sucked, it was the script and not necessarily the actors, right, or the director. Uh, because, like, talking about some of the stuff I didn't like, um, vicious, like at all. I didn't like Vicious in this at all. Yeah. Uh, the character was, uh, I don't know, gutted or they added a... It's not a even weird character. It's, I mean, it is, but it's not. It's like, it's like you, you look at uh, a, an iconic villain character. You look at Shredder, okay, from yeah. the Ninja Turtles movies, right? And then you make him... Uh, a disappointment to his dad and that's why he's a bad guy and like tack on being incredibly insecure yeah and like just hateful like like 
you know, you take a you take a bad guy that's just supposed to be a bad guy. Okay, yeah. he's not like in 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 Cowboy Bebop in the anime, he doesn't have that much depth. It's basically like here's this super badass that has a terrible temper, but he can also hold it. And he has like intelligence and patience and resilience and like all these traits that are good, but he uses them for evil. Right. Right. Um, and like they show that in like just a couple of scenes in like three episodes, because he's not in that much of the anime versus being in every episode of this show. Yeah. And they have all this time to develop this character and they choose to make a insecure disappointed disappointing man child like yeah. you're not, you, you you're not even so like it's not that you're sp- in, in the anime it's not that you're supposed to like him no you're you're supposed to be afraid of him that's yeah, true he's, he's supposed scary. to be yeah he, in the anime he's fucking terrifying like you were like that is a bad dude yeah but not he's not scary in that like you don't know what he's gonna do next because he's unpredictable because he's like just like flying off the handle all the time. You're supposed right. to be scared of him because he could he's capable of anything, you know, to further his agenda. Yeah, he's methodical. Right? He's methodical. He like I said, he has they show how he has like patience and resilience when he goes and like goes through the torture just to get the chance to kill the elders yeah. when he takes over the um takes over the syndicate, the red dragon syndicate. And all this other stuff like if you look at all the the uh, vicious stuff from the anime and like how they're portraying that character versus how they're portraying him in the um, in the live action, it's just like, a, in my opinion, it's a worse version of that character. Yeah, it's it's a a version of that character that's like kind of watered down. Yeah, you know, I'd of, agree with that. And he's yeah. he's not even likable. Like they tried to they tried to do the thing where. They're like, well, let's 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 make the audience understand how someone becomes a villain, and so they tried to do the 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 his he's a disappointment to his dad, like he's not like he's insecure with Julia because of Spike fearless. Uh, they call him fearless way too much in the show. Like, there's all of these things in the anime that are like so small and just the like minor details that build the show that they either didn't do or overplayed for the live action like vicious being in every episode completely unnecessary the yeah. like horror films teach you how to do a villain like you like that like specifically like vicious like you don't need to see them all the time like you need to see them very little, and when you do see them, every time you see them needs to be extremely impactful. And in the anime, every time you see Vicious, you're like, oh shit, it's that guy. Like, you're not, like, I don't want to get to know this dude. I want to see Spike kill this dude. Like, because yeah. he deserves mm. to die, because he's a bad dude. Yeah. But, like, instead, they were like, Here's this five-year-old boy in a thirty-year-old man's body that somehow like, is still like a badass, although he doesn't have the mental capacity to become one. Yeah, there's there's this whole like <laughs> yin and yang thing behind Vicious and Spike, which is which is isn't overplayed in the anime, which is played like just enough for you to get that they are like the complete opposite, like 
they they're they're like a dichotomy of like existence like they are like the opposites of each other and vicious even says in the anime he's like i'm the only one that can like kill you and you know which is why spike never dies in the anime regardless of what he goes through like they they have this weird interesting dynamic that is just so great you don't need to see it all the time and then they fuck it up in the live action by vicious just being wrong like the characterization of him just being wrong like so to 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 the point of like you can't even like there's no there's no uh duality or yin and yang to these two characters in the live action which is like a very important detail which is basically what the whole show is about the anime like you get through the anime like just to see where spike and vicious end up and like i mean it's gonna it's kind of obvious where they're gonna end up like it's throughout it's it's foreshadowed in the whole show yeah and they just like wrecked the entire thing which isn't even like and i'm not saying like i've seen a lot of people what the the like this adaptation and that's okay like if you can enjoy this i'm happy for you I don't know how you you enjoyed it, especially if you liked the anime, but okay. I didn't want a shot-by-shot remake. Right. I didn't... I wanted the interweaving stories. I wanted them to take everything that was great about Cowboy Bebop and make it live action. Like, I wanted them to take all these interesting little stories in each episode and, like, connect them in some way throughout one arc across a show. And that would have been great except for all they did was extend Vicious's scenes and, like, add scenes and, like, change his characterization and basically lengthened the episodes. And that takes away from, like, the thematic elements of each episode. Because, like, yeah, most of the episodes could be considered filler in the anime, like, like Shane was saying. But there's still individual themes throughout each episode that are important that make the show what it is. I wanted the same tone, and I wanted the I wanted the themes to come out. That was what I wanted. I didn't want a shot by shot remake. Fair, I just wanted fair. it to maintain the depth that the anime had. And I didn't. I don't mean like uh, filler episodes are bad. Yeah, um, because a lot of times in like shows like Supernatural or like Cowboy Bebop. That's where all your character development is. Yeah. You get very important character details from the filler episodes because they're going through their everyday problems. Yeah. Which is what a lot of Bebop is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about in uh, DQB Does about like Spider-Man. That's one of the reasons that Spider-Man was interesting, going through his daily problems, and that's part of his character development and why a lot of people loved him. Yeah. So... <clears throat> I feel like making these into longer episodes, which, you know, that might be fine, um, but interconnecting the story in the background took away from the character development of the main characters by focusing on um, the the background characters and the, and the villain. Yeah. Um, now, like, I'm not going to say I don't want a shot-for-shot shot remake because I will always say that I want a shot-for-shot shot remake 
because I, well, yes, I didn't expect a yeah, shot, a I, shot remake. I don't. I never expect it, but I will always say that I want it. Um, but uh, unless the thing sucks, and then I'm just gonna ask you why you're making it. But <laughs> fair. <laughs> uh, but you know, a lot of this there there were just a lot of changes that were made that seemed like they were superficial. Um, or rather there were changes made to important things and they kept things that were superficial. Uh, so there was like lines and of dialogue and stuff that they used from the, from the anime in, in the live action, but then they changed characterization of characters and then they changed, you know, how this episode turned out or we haven't even talked about Julia, like Julia being a villain instead of just being like caught in the middle of everything yeah yeah like some of the stuff they changed was i thought was fine they changed anna a lot yeah i thought that that was was fine fine. um but they changed uh what was the what was the trans guy's name or he's not trans he's like a medically induced hermaphrodite in the anime yeah his name's grin grin so grin is in in the show but he's like a the trans or crossdresser i don't know doesn't matter in the show yeah, yeah, and he's not an important character. He's a side character. He's in two episodes of the anime, and it's yeah. far more important in the anime yeah. than he yeah. is being in the live action throughout it. And, like, I'm all about representation. Like, you want to yeah. give Grin Fucking... a bigger part? Fucking A, let's do it. Yeah, let's but make like, him an important character like he is in the anime, though. There's a lot of stuff in the anime that is representative. There's, like, gay characters and trans characters and, like... Yeah, like, Ed's basically non-binary. yeah. Like, all kinds of shit. Like, they don't... Like, the father doesn't even know... Was like, is he, are you girl or boy? I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I don't know. The, it, but, like... That character was changed to a lesser role, but in a longer period of time. You know, that was weird to me. They made Anna yeah. more... They made Anna, ju- like, just as important because she was obviously some kind of, like, hub character for Julia and spike right yeah in the anime and they've just made her like more prominent in everyone else's lives in in the in the uh live action which i i liked that and i also like that actress she's great yeah Yeah. i like that she ran a bar instead of a convenience store yeah i thought that that was a nice change yeah um i didn't like that jet had a daughter and they gave him this weird ex-wife dynamic instead of like the amazing fucking story from the anime that he has with the ex-girlfriend yeah, like it, it, like the anime is about Spike. Like Faye and Jet are just there. Yeah, they're caught up in whatever new life, like Spike has found. And Ein, and and Ein is there. And Ein, like the show's about Ein. <laughs> For me, it's about. See, Ayn. like I think I think the show's about about Jet. Other than the like episodes that are. Like, there's, like, three or four episodes that are about Spike. There's, like, two episodes that are about, specifically about Faye. I think yeah. everything else is about Jet. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. And, and like, see, that's that's one of the great things about the anime. Like, the anime is art. Yeah. Like, the anime is, like... Up for a, interpretation. A, yes. So, like, Shane and I could sit here and talk all day about the anime. Like, the live action just beats you over the head with non-thematic elements from the anime like it's just it's 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 jokes it's there's too much cursing which is a thing i didn't think that i would ever say like every character feels they have to say fuck every other line 
and I'm all about saying fuck. I say it all the time. There's too much cursing in the live action. And it's like jarring and like the the dialogue for the most part kind of sucks. Some of the jokes are really funny. Some of it is like hilarious and some of it is from the anime. Like yeah. some of the jokes are from the anime. But like the there's just like the anime to me is about Spike having created a new life and not knowing whether or not it's real or what he had before was more real and just like kind of going with the flow because that's where life has taken him because he's a very go with the flow type of guy. Yeah. And like water. Yeah. (laughs) Be like water. He's like water. And so there's like, and, and then it's like the anime is like, you know, you know, what is life? Like, what are we doing? Like pioneering the stars? Like, what are we, what, what are we as a race doing? with our existence and while also at the same time being about hunting down bad guys because we need money for food and zany adventures and zany adventures like and all these interconnected story like there's people spike has met in the anime where he like knows people that they know and like they end up putting it together throughout the episode or whatever like there's a couple episodes like that like one of the, one of my favorite episodes of Bebop is Heavy Metal Queen, where yes he is like at odds with this woman almost the entire show, and he realizes at one point that he knew her husband that she's talked about in the episode, yeah. and it's such a good episode. Like overall, like and the things that they do in twenty two minutes, like that's that's the thing that I do not understand is the 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 themes. And the stories that the anime tells in 22 fucking minutes, yeah. they couldn't tell even remotely close to as well in the live action with 45 minutes to an hour. You know what? All this makes sense. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've watched the anime, which I'm probably going to watch it, I don't know, before next week, but yeah. I'm going to watch it. I wouldn't <laughs> expect that, but... <clears throat> we also should you... probably let you talk about what you thought about the show. <laughs> no. Sorry. Went, I'm just used to second. not talking. Like I let you go and then he went and then I went and then you started talking over me and then I kind of came back and then you started talking over me again. So it's mostly just been you. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. <laughs> I I mean, while all this makes sense, I still really enjoyed it. I, yeah. I thought the theming of it was cool. Like, you give me like a space noir western whatever. Yeah, I'm fucking. It's in. still fun. Yeah, like that's that's one of the things that that like if if you're not if you haven't just watched the anime, you might think it's okay. You might be like, wait, is this how vicious was? Is this Julie wasn't like that? But other than that, you might be okay with it. Yeah. Um. If if you're like super deep into the the like tone of the original and have watched it recently then you might like not enjoy it if you've never watched it then you probably like it because yeah. it, it is funny it does have like a good amount of action you might find the villain annoying but otherwise it's it's probably okay for casual viewing which yeah. my uh buddy I work with who's like an older guy 
mm-hmm. who's never seen the anime. Like, I don't know if he's not really sure he knows what the anime is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, I talked about it with another buddy about it, and he, he uh, Monday, he's like, start watching Cowboy Bebop. I like it. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm like, watch the anime. He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. The, I liked the, like, because the live action feels a lot like pop art. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I like that, and I thought it was a cool spin, but I did want more noir than, yeah. like, There's some noir. There, yeah. There's a little. Just a couple um, episodes that are more noir than others. Yeah, and I feel like that. I do. I do feel like they tried to do like a mixture of like pop art meets noir, like a fucking eighties theme set in the twenties of two thousand seventy, like <laughs> or twenty one seventy or whenever the fuck it takes place. Yeah, lots of years from now. I don't think. I think. I feel like the uh, the timeline of the show, both the live action and the um anime are fucked up so like the anime i feel like is on purpose to like give you a more confusing yeah idea maybe like there's a few times spike has said and jet has said how long they've been working together as partners but there's also they're like it's been three years but then they're like well seven months ago we did this thing that you've seen yeah and then they're like it's still only been three years yeah (laughs) Well, they'll, they'll, like, the ones that I always think of is, like, they tell you what year it is in, like, the beginning of the show, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this happened in this year, which wasn't that, was what, which was, like, I, th- I want to say the, the sh- they say the show is, like, in 21-something, right? And then they say that the, uh, the Earth, um, like, light speed gate exploded in like 2050 or something like that yeah and then they say that uh Faye was in cryo sleep for 50 years and she just woke up like a year ago or like a few months ago and like the times don't line up she would be in cryo sleep for like 80 years if it or 90 yeah. years or whatever if it lined up right and you're like huh so the thing that i was thinking about when i was watching the cowboy bebop anime with the time is that like we only uh, have like colonized earth so it's super easy for us to keep track of years currently right but if we colonized our entire solar system yeah, years have a different meaning. Years have a different meaning on every planet. And, and that if was... you're in space, like you like this the, the space is weird. So if you're like it's in true. space, like you like you age differently. Like if you live in space, and like you're going to age differently. Yeah. So like you're talking about like if it was on purpose or not, and I think maybe it was because there's um sort of an Easter egg in the show that they never really talk about, but it's in like everything. Uh, all the clocks, watches, everything are f- 15 hours. Yeah. So, they go from 1 to 15. They're not 12s. Hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. It is weird. Like the VCR, which wasn't a beta player. Boo. Yeah, uh, boo. Oh, yeah, it was a beta in the show. Yeah, it was. Yeah. 
uh, was flashing 15 and that was the first time I noticed it. And then like somebody had a watch that was broken or something, you know, it was like at, it had 15 hours on the face. I was like, what the fuck? And I looked it up and they just had like 12 pictures of different clocks that were in the show <laughs> and they all had 15 hours on them. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Yeah. It also comes from a place where peppers are very easily acquired. <laughs> yes. It's just Only peppers. Peppers, peppers and uh, soda noodles. So Interstellar was a movie that I thought explained like time dilation well. Because um, he goes to rescue Matt Damon, who's been stranded on a planet. Um, Matt Damon. <laughs> and... Matt Damon is like disproportionately aged. He's been there like 15 years or something like yeah. that. And like Matthew McConaughey's character is like, it's only been three. What are you talking about? And then like by the time Matthew McConaughey is able to leave that planet, he's also aged like so many years. Yeah. But he's only been there for like two weeks in Earth time. So like it would be weird if we colonized our solar system and how we would keep track of ages and stuff across the solar system. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's kind of how we all feel about Bebop, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go around the table and see if we would recommend it to people, Shane. Uh, if you... That's hard. <laughs> if you've never watched the anime, yes. If you've watched the anime, yes, but be prepared to be disappointed. Fair. It wasn't really a great question. I recommend it, but... Yeah, well, I mean, like, I guess I recommend it in general, but if you've watched the anime, prepare to be disappointed. Fair. Yeah, I wouldn't... I I don't know. I wouldn't say it's, like, bad as a whole. There's a... A, a lot of the vicious and Julia stuff, I think, is just bad. Not being, not trying not to be biased about what the show is and what how the characters are in the show, but yeah, just like bad melodrama. Just yeah, just like bad soap opera, fucking daytime TV, fucking Razzie Award level bad. But aside from like, if vicious isn't in a scene, like I didn't hate it. <laughs> fair so fair. i mean i do recommend it like it's fun it's interesting it is wildly different than most anything else netflix has done um and it's like one of their first big outings well i mean it's not i guess but it's like such a big undertaking and it's been in the making for so many years like they've there's been so many studios trying to get a live at live action adaptation of Cowboy Bebop going and like I do applaud Netflix for getting it going and finishing it and putting it out and watching it before putting it out and go I guess we'll still put it on Netflix like I don't know just watch it make up your own mind it's one yeah. of those I can't I can't not recommend it because I want it supported. Fair. Okay. What do we got next? So, Disney Plus last week uploaded two episodes of Hawkeye. Oh, fuck, bud. I watched them. Yeah, yeah bud. too, bud. I also read a bunch of Matt Fraction stuff. Like, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read all of it, but I've read like He's 10. an executive producer on this show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Uh, which I think might be why it's so fucking good. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's mostly like it's is 
it's in the MCU, but it's a, a lot of it is based on the Matt Fraction stuff. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm interested to see some if some of the shit that happens in the book happens in this. Um. So like we were talking about, I like I would love to see frame for frame redos of of comic books. I know I'm not gonna get it. <clears throat> so, um, I I. I appreciate what we're getting. Um, and when they do whole like arcs in their own way, I really like that when they make their own random shit up, as long as it doesn't fuck anything up and it's good. I like that too. Um, so like this has been pretty good so far in my opinion. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it feels to me a lot more like the Netflix shows than the other Disney plus shows have felt so far. Yeah, I can see that. Because, uh, I mean, like, if you look at, like, uh, mostly mostly Daredevil, right? Because, like, if you look at Daredevil, a lot of it has to do with, like, the personal interactions of these characters. And there are a lot of action scenes, but it's not, you know, the Avengers. Right? Yeah. It's, like, a couple guys beating each other up, or many guys trying to beat one guy up, or whatever. It's not, like, a bunch of powers flying everywhere and shit. Yeah. Um which I don't have a problem with any of that, <laughs> but it's different, right? You know? Yeah. Um, and, and like, there's like, you know, you're dealing with criminal organizations and you're dealing with like the wealthy elite and like all this kind of stuff in, in those shows. And like, this has similar, you know, themes and characters and, uh, archetypes and stuff. Yeah. So, it feels very much like a slightly Disney-fied uh, version of that, right? Because you, you know, we don't have. It's not as hard-edged as the Netflix stuff is, obviously. Right. Um, that I agree with, yeah. But it's kind of in the same vein, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I really like the the uh, not weird chemistry that. Uh, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop have, um, yeah. which I thought was hilarious when I started reading the comic. And like one of the first things that he says in one in one of the first books is like, "I really want you to be around." And she's like, "Why?" And he's like, "Well, because I don't want to sleep with you." And I always complicate things. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "What the fuck?" Because Hawkeye is not married in that comic book, so fair fair enough. He like keeps banging random chicks, and like it causes him problems. Uh, Kate Bishop isn't sixteen in the comics. No, well, I mean she's twenty two, I guess, but she's not twenty two, and he's not like her dad's age. Uh, (laughs) But um, I mean it's it's. It's they have good chemistry. They have like good dialogue and stuff. That's it, yeah. working so far. Um, I'm hoping to see some characters uh, coming soon, and I think there might be one sort of one's hand in this next episode that we came out today because it's Wednesday. We 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 record on Wednesday. Someone's hand. Yeah, you'll see. Interesting. Um, no. Oh. Yeah, I am excited. 
I really love these first two episodes. Yeah. I was worried because I was like, it's like, oh, it's fucking Christmas themed. But watching nah, it, man. I'm it's like, Shane Black style Christmas it's themed. It's okay? fucking great. <laughs> it's like, it's just a thing is happening during Christmas. Yeah. yeah. I really like, without giving anything away, I liked the whole LARPing thing. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. And I also liked that, uh, it's going to be weird that I like this. I like that he has hearing aids. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he's, he's just like, you know, he's technically he's an Avenger. He's like a superhero, yeah. but he's yeah. just a guy. Yeah. And then when she asks, like, why, like, when he, he's like, right. and does like eight different stuff, he's like, I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, it cuts <laughs> all the scenes of everything exploding and like yeah. stuff like that. That was actually, yeah. I thought it's a joke, but it's also like a realistic thing that would happen to him. Yeah, and yeah. so I loved it. It didn't. And it's, it, it's. I I bitch about jokes undercutting the thing all the yeah. time, right? So it was a good joke that didn't undercut the diet, uh, like the problem, right? Yeah, that's that is like straight from the fraction stuff. Uh, he like something happens, he ends up having to have an ear hearing aid, and in the first book, it like kind of like squishes two things together. In the first book, like the first thing that happens is like, uh, he's. Doing the Avengers, like the Avengers one thing where he's jumping off the building and trying to like do the diehard thing where he shoots the, yeah, the, the trick arrow with the rope and like swings into the building. So he's trying to do that and he falls off of like a 12 story building or something and like hits, <laughs> like he's like hitting the fucking fire escape on the way down, lands on a car and oh, then Jesus. he's in a fucking hospital bed and like the next frame and they're like just listing off his injuries because he's he's a regular human he's yeah, not he's not super powered <laughs> and like he's in the hospital for like eight weeks or some shit <laughs> <laughs> and when he comes out it's like snowing he's like did i miss christmas again and like just like all this <laughs> shit like like it a lot of it a lot of the fraction stuff is about like uh how hawkeye deals with like getting fucked up all the time and not being a superhero not being like a super powered superhero right yeah. he's like a superhero that is just like a badass dude so he's always like in these situations where he's like i shouldn't have done this this was a bad plan <laughs> oops i'm gonna fucking die <laughs> god damn it um so like an interesting like inversion of of what we have so far in the show anyway is like basically they've flipped the two characters because in in the comic uh Kate keeps coming to save Hawkeye's ass. Okay. And it's kind of flipped. I mean like he's not in the same situations cuz like in the comic there's uh he there's a couple times where he gets in trouble with the tracksuit mafia but there's like one in particular he's like he's in madripoor and he's trying to buy a uh a vhs from a black market auction that like all of the huge crime lords of the world are tr also trying to buy and like shield gives him the black Amex card that has no limit. And they're like, you go buy it. Cause he's on the tape. Like assassinating someone. Oh shit. Okay. So like if the tape gets out, then there's like proof that the United States and shield is using Avengers to assassinate like foreign people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cause, cause, cause Hawkeye 
will fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, so he like gets in trouble, obviously. He like every time he like takes another step, he gets kidnapped by someone else. Yeah. Like he, he gets, he gets kidnapped by like, uh, who the fuck does he get kidnapped by first? I don't know. He like, he gets mugged or he gets kidnapped first in the airport. And then he gets out of that and then he gets mugged in the taxi. And then he gets out of that and he gets to a hotel and he gets taken by the security of the hotel and he gets out of that. And then there's like hand ninjas in his room. And then he gets out of that and he's like falling out of his window of a high rise hotel tied to a chair and Maria Hill saves him. And like, it just keeps going and going like the whole, the whole book. And eventually you find out that Kate Bishop's been there the whole time, like protecting him. And like she like ends up saving his ass, huh. and it the book keeps going like that kind of. That sounds cool. I think I've read part of that. That was it. What's it called? The Matt Fraction. It's a Matt Fraction run, but it's just called Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I it's think I twenty twelve to twenty fifteen. I think I okay. don't know if he did the whole thing, but it's uh, it's Matt Fraction, and uh, like the artist's last name is Asia, like A J A. Okay. Uh, I can't remember his first name, um, but it's really like pop art kind of style yeah. in the art. Um, it's it's super cool, but I like what they're doing. They're bringing a lot of the elements of that f- uh, into this show, just with like kind of reversed roles. Yeah, um, because she's like new at it, and he's been he's the veteran. Whereas like in the book, he's the veteran, but he like went away and she became Hawkeye for a while. Yeah. So she's like, you know, knows what she's doing. She knows what she's doing. I like the incorporation of the Ronin stuff in the show. Um, I like how many characters, like how many important MCU characters are we gonna get throughout the the show? Yes. We should be getting Yelena this episode. Is it this episode? Should be. Okay. She's in four episodes. We oh. watched two without her. Oh, there's okay. only six episodes. She'll probably be in the very <laughs> end of this episode. Then. Yeah. Um. So, like, I I don't know. I'm loving this show. This might end up being my second favorite. I mean, I think it's going to end up being my second favorite. It, it very well could end up being my favorite, but I don't know because I really loved Loki. Loki was awesome. Yeah. I mean, Tom Hiddleston's awesome. So, like, they've all true. been really good. Like, yeah. they haven't done a bad one. But, like, fuck, dude, I loved Loki. Yeah. And I'm ready to love Hawkeye. Yeah. Can I say one of my favorite lines in from Hawkeye? Bro. Yeah. Besides, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, uh, in the second episode where he's at the, when he's LARPing uh-huh. and he, ca- he catches the dude with the suit. And he's like, I can either fake kill you with this sword now and you fake fall down, or I real punch you and you real fall down. <laughs> and I take the suit. Yeah. I that's so far that's actually my favorite thing about the show is how annoyed he is the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> goodness. <laughs> when the fucking lady like runs into him and he says goodness in slow motion. It's fucking great. <laughs> now my favorite is uh Bro, I found her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh I fuck. do like the tracksuit mafia. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. Uh, that was a good pull. Yeah, that was. I mean, they're in some stuff, but they're not like they're not important. super prominent no. or important at all. 
Uh, also, like, just go, like, if you, if you don't know if you want to watch this show or not, just, like, go listen to Christmas Island by Depeche Mode. And be like, what? Okay, I'm going to watch it. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, that's an interesting choice of a theme song for a very particular character. Yeah. I'm, I'm into fucking it. so goddamn into it, and I want yeah. that remix right fucking now. Yeah. Or go listen, go look up... Uh, do you know who she is, Dave? I do not. I think we're going to let you just figure it out. Mm, figure yeah. it out? Yeah. She's Jubilee. <sighs> All right, I got it. Figure nope. it out. Jubilee. Eh, close. Nope. Uh... <laughs> Not really no, at all. What? <laughs> Dazzler. Uh, no. Damn. Beast. I'm just yeah, gonna name it. X Men. It's Hank McCoy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think that's pretty much gonna wrap us up for the hostful. Wrapping it up. Wrapping it up. It's been a fun hostful. It's Christmas time, Dave. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right. Well. uh this has been the DKB Does Hostful. I've been Yup Boy. Yup Boy. What? I was going to say, put the bow on it, Shane. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. Well, try it again. Let's try it again. Try it again. Okay. No, what? <laughs> he ruined it. He did. Let's try to make it better. Well, better. We're, we're making it better. Okay. All right, I've been Dave again. <laughs> it's been Shane. Uh, your boy. My yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Russell. Thanks, Russell. Killing the mood. Oh, I'm just Okay, bye. 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 of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.